The WLEW Sports Network presents The Game of the Week with Clark Ramsey, Dave Hansen, Doug Cole, and Dan Banke. You're listening to the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services. Emotions are high and the stakes are even higher as the Backyard Brawl is underway. It's the 71st edition of the Backyard Brawl, Ubley in Harbor Beach, going head-to-head with the winner taking the driver's seat in the Greater Thumb East title. Good evening from the banks of the Cass River in Ubley, Michigan. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network, and I'm your host, Clark Ramsey, for tonight's broadcast. Alongside of me would typically be Dave Hansen, but he is off this evening, so filling in for the true professional would be the true entertainer himself. Say hello once again to Ed Klump. Thank you, Clark. Always excited to come back up to the thumb. I'm a thumb billy by heart. Grew up here. Even more excited to be here for the backyard brawl between Harbor Beach and Ubley. It's a beautiful night. The field's in excellent shape, and we're ready to play some football. Last week, we were witness to one of the most heated rivalries in the greater than West between Lakers and Cass City. This week, it's the most intense rivalry of all. A rivalry complete with families behind enemy lines, Thanksgiving meals at risk, and bragging rights at stake for an entire year. The backyard brawl between Ubley and Harbor Beach offers all that and then some. And the bragging rights last way beyond a year, Clark. These, some of these guys are going to see each other the rest of their lives, whether it's at Mama Ruth, the Parisville Picnic, or a family reunion. It's always nice to have those bragging rights. The Ubley Bearcats are coming off of a historic season that saw them as one of the final two teams standing in the entire state of Michigan, making it all the way to the state championship. This season, they've been rolling through the competition, and the 3-0 Bearcats would love to make it 4-0 by the end of the night with a home victory over their rival, the Harbor Beach Pirates. Ubley seemed to pick up right where they left off last year. They were a well-oiled machine, and they would like nothing more to run over the Harbor Beach Pirates. There is certainly no love lost between the two orange and black clad teams from the east, and Harbor Beach is motivated to make it two wins in a row over the Ubley Bearcats. Last year, they defeated Ubley in the first week of the season in a closely fought 16-14 victory, but the Pirates feel like they've been playing a little bit of a second fiddle to the Bearcats' recent success. They lost in week one, but entered tonight with a 2-1 record. Harbor Beach has gotten better every week. They're not quite the same team they were when they lost to Bad X. They have three new linemen, but they're starting to gel, and I think they're going to play very well tonight. It's the Backyard Brawl on the WLW Sports Network. Tonight's presentation of the WLW Sports Network is being brought to you by Thumb Sailor and Anger Valley Services. DF Services of Cass City for all of your grain handling needs. Conic Radiator and Air Conditioning of Maddox. Rainey's Honey Center, 269 Guns. Here in Daily Tribune, home of the Prep Zone. North Star Bank, guiding the way. Here in Auto Parts, Countryside Transportation. McVeigh Insurance Agency, Obley Motor Service. Albert Insurance Agency of Port Hope in Harbor Beach. And Sure Health. Better health, better life. Are you sure? Internet services are provided by Agar Valley Services and the blazing speed of their TrueNet 4G wireless network. Go to agarvalleyservices.com for broadband internet that you can count on. This game broadcasts a copyright presentation of Thumb Broadcast Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Any reproduction without the express written consent of the WLW Sports Network is strictly prohibited. If we have learned anything in the last 20 months or so, it's that we cannot take anything for granted or try to predict in what the future is going to hold. 
not making light of the current worldwide situation, but the same can be said for our troubles that we've had historically here when we broadcast in Ubley. I'm quite confident when I say that we have never gotten through an entire broadcast from this field without having some sort of technical difficulties. It has been the perfect storm of broadcasting nightmares in the past. The field is situated in a bit of a valley. All the fans are located on one side of the field, meaning all the cell phones are all within the very close proximity, sharing the same signal. We have some very tall trees directly behind us, in between us and the nearest cell tower. And the press box here has a metal roof that likes to squash any remaining bits of usable internet connection. But because of the support from the local community and the Ubley School Administration, we now have a dedicated internet connection here in the tower, and there is no one more grateful, elated, super excited than myself for that feed. A huge thank goes out to the entire everyone involved, especially Superintendent Joe Candela, Athletic Director Brandon Sorensen, and Public Address Announcer Rick Glaza, and honestly, anyone else that made this possible. The amount of headaches that will hopefully and likely be eliminated, whether it's mine or personally or our listeners out there who are trying to listen to the game, we are wholeheartedly grateful to the Ubley community for potentially solving our kryptonite once and once for all. And speaking of Superman, it's my broadcast partner for this evening, filling in for Dave Hansen, who scheduled a horribly timed trip to Maryland. We welcome back Ed Klump, his second time with us on the WLW Sports Network. Thank you, Clark. I'm glad I did an adequate enough job last time to be called up for this prime time rivalry game. Either that or you just couldn't find anybody else to do it? Yes, maybe that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm excited to be here either way. I'll take it. Every week since 2013, our Director of Sports Information, Doug Cole, has run the roads from Livonia, Michigan to handle all of our offensive and defensive stance. Doug, you've missed the last few ugly experiences due to scheduling conflicts. It's great to have you back here tonight. Thank you, Clark. I really like it here in Ubley. Uh, It's too bad that uh, I missed the last couple of games, but I'm ready for a great football game tonight. Did you have a chance to eat anywhere tonight? I did. I was right in uh, downtown Ubley. It was called Angelina's Eatery and Huron County Brew Company. And you made a good choice. What did you have there? So I had something a little different. I had uh, spaghetti with uh, garlic bread and a Caesar salad. And just get the Doug Cole seal of approval. Yes, it does. Oh, thank goodness. All right, so Dining with Doug can continue for another week. Angelina's in downtown Ubley, always a great choice. Like the Cruise 102 jingle says, if you look to our right and a little bit behind, you'll see everyone we're leaving in the dust. But you also find our director of visual data, Dan Banky, our spotter. Like a star fullback, you'll be finding the seams in the booth so that he can relay all of the key details back to us, like ball carriers, tacklers, coverages, and game trends. And Ed, you'll find that Dan is very critical to our success here in a broadcast. Dan's incredible. He's going to make us all look good. He's a good spotter, great friend, and a great golfer. He's a total package, folks. Tonight, it's the Backyard Brawl, Ubley hosting Harbor Beach with the winner taking the driver's seat in the Greater Thumb East Championship. It's all on Sports Radio 1021 and WLWSports.com. When we return, we'll have our media roundtable presented by Thompson Chevrolet. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network being powered by Anchor Valley Services. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Clark Ramsey, Ed Klump, Doug Cole, and Dan Bank with your call tonight from the banks of the Cast River in Ubley, Michigan. It's now time for the Meteor on Table presented by Thompson Chevrolet of Ubley. If you're looking for the latest models from Chevrolet, look no further than Thompson Chevrolet. Find new roads. Join me tonight in the flesh from the Heron County View, the Aaron Rodgers of the Roundtable, Paul P. Adams. 
benched in week number one. Our in-game analyst for WLLB Sports from afar, Dave Hansen via text message, and Ed Klump filling in for Dave this week. The top spider in the 989 area code, Dan Banky, and our back-to-back Media Roundtable champion, Director of Sports Information, Doug Cole. Through the end of the season, we keep score of our game's predictions, and when that time comes, we will deem a Media Roundtable winner. Last week, Doug Cole put an end to Paul P. Adams' two-game win streak, so now it is Paul P. Adams with two wins, Doug Cole with one, and everyone else, zero. Well, just kind of like COVID. Hopefully things are getting back to normal. Me winning the round table again. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, good luck today, boys. I have never lost at this game. Did it once last year? Won it once last year. Mike drop. Yeah, you know, just like uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, he, he's, going, he's going to rebound. I'm going to rebound. Uh, that's GOAT status, man. So I'll, I'll wear that like a badge of honor. I know this booth is small, but the heads in here are huge. <laughs> and uh, Ed, I hate to break it to you, but you won last year, but all you got was a gold star out of that. So nothing more than that. I'll take it. So how it works, each media representative picks a winner in a final score for tonight's feature game of the WLW Sports Network. The winner is deemed by selecting the winning team and by having the most accurate point differential. If no one selects the correct winner, then Ed Clark Ramsey will graciously accept the victory for the week. Since Doug won last week, he will go last. So tonight's order is Ed Klump and Dave Hansen leading off, followed by Dan Benke, Paul P. Adams, and then last week's winner, Doug Cole. Ed Klump, the tee is yours. Okay, I think this is going to be a close one. Ubley's got a, a great team, so Harbor Beach is getting better and better every week. I think throw throw all the records out. This is a rivalry game. I got Ubley winning 34-27. to 27. You're taking Ubley by seven points. A yes. close one for the Bearcats, but they squeak out the victory at home, according to Ed Klump, the man who's not watched a single game of thumb football this year. Qualified. Dave Hansen just texted me a moment ago, and he is saying Harbor Beach's offense will find some room passing, but Ubley eventually will shut them down. According to Dave Hansen, as for Ubley's offense, Harbor Beach's defense will have no answer for the run game similar to previous years. Dave Hansen is taking Ubley 40-20. to 20. Dave Hansen in the books with a 20-point victory for the Ubley Bearcats. So two for Ubley so far. And Dan Banke, he is on his way. He, unfortunately, is stuck in traffic in Deckerville, of all places. It's their homecoming tonight, and he's in the middle of the Deckerville parade currently, apparently. On his way here, he'll be here shortly, but he texted me also. And here's what Dan said. He's not sold on his pick, but he is trying to get his first win. He doesn't think Hyper Beach can stop Ubley, but he's hoping that they can outscore them. So Dan Banke is going with Harbor Beach for the sake of a win. He's taking Harbor Beach with a win in a shootout. Harbor Beach 35, Ubley 28. So Dan Banke taking Harbor Beach by seven points. So two for Ubley, one for Harbor Beach and Paul P. Adams. Let me tell you right now, uh, last year's Ubley-Harbor Beach game does not sit well with the Bearcats. They have not forgotten. That was one of the blemishes on their record. Even though they went to the state semifinals, they still had to hear from their rivals that, hey, one of your losses was to us. Uh, they've, they've had the entire winter to sleep on that. I think here on her field, this isn't going to be close tonight. I think Ubley is, is – uh, they really have their, their running game figured out. Logan Mueller came back, had a huge game against Marlette last week. I think that's a key. Now they've really got a four-headed monster, uh, including their quarterback. I think it's going to be big. I'm going uh, Ubley 40, Harbor Beach 18. 40 to 18, so you $1 Dave Hansen there with a 22-point victory for the Ugly Bearcats, 40 to 18, and that leaves Doug Cole. Well, of course, with uh, rivalry games, uh, anything can happen. Uh, I think Ugly is uh, not too happy that they lost uh, last year to uh, Harbor Beach. Um, so I'm going to go with the Bearcats here. I think it's going to be a little closer than what uh, Paul and Dan or Paul and Dave uh, 
think. So I'm going to go with Ubley, 34, um, Harbor Beach, 21. 34-21, so a 13-point victory for the Ubley Bearcats, according to Doug Cole. So the extras have spoken. Four for Ubley, one for Harbor Beach. Let's see here. We have this lone survivor, Dan Banky, with Harbor Beach going for the win tonight. That's why he claims that Harbor Beach 35-28. Everyone else for Ubley. We have on the low end, Ed Klump taking a close one for the Ubley Bearcats, 34-27. Then we have Doug Cole taking Ubley 34-21 by 13 points. Dave Hansen taking Ubley 40-20 by 20 points. And Paul on the over with Ubley winning 40 to 18 winning by 22 good luck gentlemen and now let's take a look at other area games going on in the area and paul p adams watch talks about eight player football we'll start out in the nctl stars new haven merit at one and two traveling to deckerville who's number one in the tsa poll with a three and oh record uh, number one and and rightfully so uh, last week beat genesee 82 to 48 the first quarter score 46 to 24 i've never heard or seen anything like it ethan bowerman with a state record six touchdowns in the first quarter i think he continues his run him and the eagles continue their run big big win for the eagles they are looking like they are they are back and ready to challenge for that stars and maybe beyond Kingston travels to Flint to take on the International House of Pancakes, the Cardinals against the Phoenix. Kingston is averaging 40 points, defense giving up 21 points. They beat Mayville last week 28-8. International Academy at Flint, four total touchdowns in 2021. Yeah, this is going to be very lopsided. Uh, Kingston really uh, seems to, to have things going. Uh, you know, they've had a couple of rough rough years uh, uh, rebuilding their program but uh, look to be going on the right direction and uh, give me Kingston big in this one all day. Mayville travels to Burton to take on Atherton. Mayville 0-3 Burton Atherton 2-1 Mayville lost to Genesee 52-56 but then lost to Morris 6-69 and Kingston 8-28 Atherton two straight victories. You know what? I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with the Wildcats in this one. On the board. I, I, I think they're going to get on the board. I think uh, you know it's it's going to be close, but they're going to find a way to, to generate enough points and uh, and get their first W. In the NCTL crossover game tonight, we have Caseville at 0-3 traveling to Genesee 2-1. Caseville is riding a 21-game losing streak all the way back to September 2018. Genesee four wins in each of the previous two seasons. They lost to Deckerville last week, 48 to 82. And I think Genesee's going to roll in this one. Yeah, Genesee's going to roll. They have a great offense, but uh, already should be noted that Caseville has more points scored than they did entire last year. So uh, this Caseville team, although the wins aren't coming, uh, you can start seeing it on the on the scoreboard a little bit where they are getting a little bit more respectable in their games, but uh, Genesee too much. In the NCTL Stripes Division, these are the smaller enrollment schools in the North Central Thumb League. We have Akron Fairgrove at 1-2, and two, traveling to the undefeated 3-0 North Huron Warriors. North Huron, the third best defense in the NCTL, allowing 16 points per game. They beat Sacred Heart 36-14. Akron Fairgrove was blanked by CPS 54-0. That was a good gut check win last week. On the road on a Saturday, they were down 14-6. North Huron was at halftime and came back out, scored uh, Mount Pleasant 28 to nothing in the second half. So uh, North Huron really has things going. Um, Offensively, they've taken a little bit of a step back uh, from what they were last year, but defensively, they, they look to have improved. Um, Akron Fairgrove, just way too much for Akron Fairgrove, North here and all day long. The All Saints of Bay City, the Cougars, taking on Peck and the Pirates in Peck tonight. Peck started 2019 4-0. They finished 5-5. Five five. They entered tonight with a 3-0 record. Have not allowed more than 16 points this season. Well, we actually have a final from this game. This game was played last night. Oh, no kidding. And I didn't know it either. Um... Uh, Peck won this one 34-14, so the Pirates are on a roll. In the 4 and 0. They are 4-0, and 0, have 170 points scored, uh, already looking ahead to the uh, potential Week 8 showdown at North Huron. 
uh, which could possibly be for that NCTL Stripes division. Do you know who the most famous alumni from Peck ever is? Mike Gallagher? Exactly. Yes, sir. All right, caught on there. <laughs> Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart traveling to Carsonville to take on Carsonville Port Sandalac. This game's on Saturday at 7 p.m. according to the MHSA. Sacred Heart has lost two straight, Deckerville and North Huron. CPS shut out Akron Fairgrove last week, 54 nothing. Both teams, 1-2. and two. Great win for the Tigers. I think they're going to be able to keep this close for a while, but Sacred Heart has a, a, still a lot of offensive weapons. I think just a little bit too much, but uh, this one could be closer than, than people think. But I'll take Sacred Heart. And our old friend Larry is taking on Maury. Lawrence against Morris down in Morris tonight. Both teams 3-0. Morris is the second best offense in the NCTL and the best defense, allowing just four points a game. Lawrence' average score is 53-15 to so far through three games. Yeah, I don't know much about our old friend Larry, but I know this. Morris, the Orioles are really, really tough. One of the top teams in the state. Give me Morris in that one. Moving on to 11-player football. Ed, you can jump in whenever you'd like as well, but you can also take a breather if you'd like. In the Greater Thumb Conference, we have the Elton Pigeon Bayport Lakers at 2-1 with a victory over Cass City just last week. Carroll, they're at Carroll, who is 0-3 in the season. Three total touchdowns for the Tigers this year. Shut out by Reese a week ago, 47-0. Yeah, uh, what, I, what I really liked about Lakers last week, second quarter, Zach Kretschmer comes back, and boom. Running game starts going. Offense started to open up. I think uh, that offense with Zach Kretschmer in it is going to be way too much for the Tigers to contend with. And Lakers does have a really good defense. This could possibly be a shutout. USA at Reese. USA 1-2. and two. Reese 3-0. and oh. USA led Badax last week 8-6 to six and half. They lost 26-8. Reese ties the most wins in a season since 2017 with a 3-0 mark. They finished that year 3-6. Last above 500 season for the Reese Rockets. You have to go all the way back to 2013 when they finished 8-2. This is such a a streaky series between between these two Sugar Bowl rivals. USA has won the last seven games in this in this uh, rivalry. I think it comes to an end tonight. Reese looks like they are the real deal. Uh, USA is a very respectable team. Uh, just unfortunately, he's played a really tough schedule. Give me the Rockets, but it could be a close one. Vassar at Cass City. Vassar 2-1. Cass City still winless on the season at 0-3. This is most wins since 2017 for the Vulcans after they shut out Memphis last week, 36-0. Cass City, the first time starting out 0-3 since 2003. They lost to Lakers last week, 24-13. Yeah, this is a circle the wagon moment right now. Uh, any chances of making the playoffs are probably over for the, for the Red Hawks. So now you're playing for pride. I think they're going to find a way. They still have a good enough defense. They moved the ball in that second half without Mester against the Lakers. I think they're going to find a way to get this win. I was going to say, I was impressed with Cass City. You can tell they're young. You can tell they're beat up. But there is some talent in There's that team. There's heart. There's heart There's on heart. that team, too. And that comes from their head coach, Scott Cuthrell. That team never gave up. And it looked like they were on the ropes a couple of times last week. They lost, but they fought to the end. And that, and that matters. See, I thought you were going to say it comes from the PA announcer, Andy Gray. But uh, that's another thing. <laughs> yeah. In the crossover game of the Greater Thumb Conference, Bad X traveling to Sandusky, the land of the siren. The Hatchets are 3-0 and for the first time since 2001. They finished that year at 7-3. and They scored 26 straight points to beat USA 26-8 to last week. Sandusky beat KPAC last week for their first win of the season, 52-0. Bad X may very well be the most well-rounded team that I've seen this year. And what I mean by that is there's just not one guy that you can target on that team and say, if we shut him down, we're going to win this game. There's so many weapons. Uh, Sandusky's been struggling. Bad X... Another stiff road test, uh, but I, I think they're, they're going to be just fine. Bad X moves to 4-0. 
Marlette at Brown City. Marlette one and two. Brown City zero oh and three. How about Marlette giving Ubley everything they could handle? They were up fourteen to seven, I believe, in that game, tied twenty-one all, and then Ubley turned on the Jets and pulled away. But the fact that Marlette was able to give Ubley at least a little bit of a scare in that first half, give me Marlette in this game. Yeah, Ubley scored a thirty-five straight points against Marlette to take that victory, fifty-six to twenty-one. KPAC at one and two. Memphis at one and two. The battle of I sixty-nine down in Memphis tonight. KPAC just one touchdown in the last. Two weeks outscored eight to hundred and six in the last two weeks. Memphis only win is a field goal winning victory over Brown City twenty three to twenty. Boy oh boy, uh, it's two evenly matched teams. I can say that for them. Uh, give me the Yellow Jackets. And of course, the experts have spoken for our game in front of us tonight, and that would be Ubley and Harbor Beach, the seventy first edition of the Backyard Brawl. Right from the banks of the Cast River in Ubley, Michigan, you're listening to the W at Sports Network. When we return, we'll take a look at the away team, the Harbor Beach Pirates. Very few area programs that have been able to sustain this level of success over the last 20 years, and two of them happen to both wear orange and black, and they're both facing off with each other tonight. The Harbor Beach Pirates have been led by the same head coach, Troy Schalke, since he took over the program 25 years ago in 1997. Schalke was the student of Hall of Fame coach Jack Dillon, who helmed the Harbor Beach program from 1965 through 1996. Together between Shelke and Dillon, the Pirates have accumulated 357 wins and just 188 losses. That's a 655 batting average since the Lyndon Johnson administration. Troy Shelke enters tonight with a 20-8 record over the Ubley Bearcats. The only thing that matters is this rivalry is the last game, and that was a victory for the Harbor Beach Pirates. Troy Shelke has been the head coach for 25 years. He's 176-83. and 83. That's a 68% winning percentage since 1997. He has 10 conference titles, 7 district titles, 5 regional titles, 5 semifinal appearances, 1 state championship back in 2012, 8 seasons with 10 or plus wins since 2007, and he was also the defensive coach for 6 years before that. The Pirates have a new starting quarterback this year, having had to replace Dylan Kedar, who threw for 682 yards, 8 touchdowns, and just 1 interception in a total of just 8 games last year. He is now playing football at Alma College, recruited by the Scots for the quarterback position. That left co- coach Troy Shelke scanned the room to find his next play caller, but he didn't have to lift, look far at all as Tan Babcock was standing right in front of him. To start the season, Babcock has thrown for almost 400 yards in just three games. Yep, Tan Babcock, six foot, 170-pound junior, also going to play corner, quarter, cornerback. Eight of 30 passing for 388 yards, five touchdowns, and just one interception. He also has speed and can turn on the Jets. He's ran the ball 18 times for 181 yards and three scores. That's an average of 10 yards per carry. That's 18 of 30. Passing, Thank you. Not Thank eight you. of thirty. Thank you. It's no secret that the Harbor Beach Pirates offense goes through a few key players, and first and foremost would be Tan Babcock's favorite target, as well as the team's leading rusher, Luke Woodkey. The six-foot senior running back and linebacker has great vision, and thus far accumulated 237 yards on 24 carries with six touchdowns. As a result, he's averaging 10 yards per carry through the first three weeks of the season. Also in the backfield would be their fullback, Caden Boynton, and then Jacob Booms somebody in with 100 yards and 18 carries so far this year. Luke Woodkey with 24 carries, 237 yards, 6 touchdowns. 
On the receiving side, he has five receptions, 175 yards, and three touchdowns. They like to move him around. He'll find him in the running back. They'll put him in the slot, and they'll put him out wide. They like to get him the ball. Good things happen when he has the ball in his hands. Caden Boyton, tough north-south runner. He's 5'11", 175-pound senior. He has 23 carries, 156 yards, four touchdowns. That's an average of seven yards per carry. In the passing game behind Woodkey, we have Matt Farmer. He's a six-foot, 165-pound senior. He has four receptions, 70 yards, one touchdown, and averages a whopping 17 yards per completion. Defensively, the past couple of years have been a bit of tough sledding for the Harbor Beach Pirates, especially against hard-hitting power-run football teams, such as exactly what the Eldie Bearcats have done ever since Jerry Herp took over this program in 63. Harbor Beach allowed 318 rushing yards against Maddox in week number one, but since then they have given up a total of 38 yards combined in their games against K-Bank and Brown City, but take that stat with a grain of salt considering the opponents. Last time they faced Ubley, they allowed 245 yards on the ground, and we are just 20 minutes away from kicking off Harbor Beach at Ubley, the 71st edition of the Backyard Brawl. Keep it locked on, your home for high school football, the WLW Sports Network, being powered by Anchor Valley Services. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio, 1021 and live worldwide at WLWSports.com. Clark Ramsey, Ed Klump, Doug Cole, and Dan Bank with their call tonight from Ubley, Michigan. Such is the case for the Harbor Beach Pirates. Few schools can say they have achieved the level of success that the Ubley Bearcats have had since the turn of the century. A program that began deep with its roots back in 1963 when famed head coach Jerry Herp took the reins of the Bearcat program and Jerry Herp would be inducted into the MHS FCA Hall of Fame in 1999 and brought with him an entire stable of disciples, including any coach that has been at the helm ever since. Very little has changed on either side of the ball for this program, with the same principles holding true for the last 58 years. Hard-nosed, hard-hitting, tough, and running football. One of those Herp disciples is the current head coach for the program. That'd be Eric Sweeney. Eric Sweeney's in his second year at head coach here in Ubley. He's actually the winningest coach in Ubley history through 14 games, going 12-2. and two. Bill Sweeney was 11-3. and three. Dave Kaufman was 9-5. and five. So what's his keys? What's the principles? What makes Eric Sweeney successful? What makes his program successful? Well, it was really a seamless transition to Eric Sweeney from Bill Sweeney. Uh, it's... It's the fundamentals. It's doing things right. It's blo- Their blocks are crisp. They know what they're doing. They're a well-coached, disciplined team. Last year, Ubley made their second state championship appearance in program history, making it all the way to Ford Field in late January. The Bearcats did this with a freshman at the center and point and play caller of their offense, Evan Peruski. Today, a season later, the 5'11 sophomore has developed in one of the most explosive players in the Greertham Conference with pinpoint accuracy, a smart decision-making process, and legs for him to scramble out of any sort of trouble. Despite being an underclassman, the sky is the limit for the young Peruski. Evan Peruski is 5'11", 175-pound sophomore. Rushing, he's got 37 carries, 331 yards, 5 TDs, and that's an average of 9 yards per carry. Coach Sweeney really likes to get him out in space. In the passing game, he's 9 for 10 for 255 yards and three touchdowns. That is absolute efficiency. They haven't had to pass a lot, but when they do, they're effective. One key cog in the 2020 Ubley Bearcat team was their senior running back, Carson Haleski. 
The hard-hitting Bog here rushed for 1,223 yards in 12 games with 21 touchdowns. That accounted for over one-third of Ubley's entire offense. Quarterback Evan Peruski is currently the team's leading rusher with 331 yards and five scores, but there are three other backs, each with over 100 yards in three games. That'd be Mark Heilig, Logan Mueller, and Callan Oberski. Mark Heilig, the 5'10", 165-pound junior. He's got 29 carries, 265 yards, four touchdowns for an average of nine yards per carry. He's got a lot of speed, and he can take it to the house. Logan Mueller, six foot, 165-pound senior running back. 12 carries, 135 yards, two touchdowns, and that's all in one game. He missed the first two games. He came back last week and was their leading rusher. Colin Oberski, 6'1", 185-pound senior running back. 22 carries, 102 yards, and two touchdowns. Played against his dad, also a running back. Now more than ever in history, and that was just a few years ago, <laughs> Obley is carrying with them a form of a passing game. Despite only attempting 10 passes so far this season, the Bearcats have completed nine of them for 255 yards and three scores. Evan Peruski's favorite target would be senior Kyle Sweeney. Kyle Sweeney, 6'1", 175-pound senior. He plays tight end. He's got five receptions, 159 yards, and two touchdowns. The average for him is 32 yards a reception. And then Colin Oberski, he's got three receptions for 84 yards and one touchdown, and that's 28 yards per reception. On defense, Ubley is in peak performance already. They held the Uncton Pigeon Bayport Lakers to a negative 28 yards on the ground. So far in 2021, they are allowing 21 points per game on defense, making them the third best defense of the 14 GTC teams and best in the Greer Thumb East. Tonight, it's Ubley's third home game of the season already, and they host the 71st edition of the Backyard Brawl, Harbor Beach at Ubley. It's all right here on the WLW Sports Network, being powered by Anchor Valley Services. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network, your home for high school football all season long. Clark Ramsey, Ed Klump, Dan Banky, and Doug Cole with your call tonight from Ubley, Michigan. As the crowd flies, just 16 and a half miles separate Harbor Beach and Ubley High Schools. For those making the trip to tonight's game from Harbor Beach, it's a 21-mile journey taking about 24 minutes west at M142, south at M19, past Thompson Chevrolet, and turn left onto Union Street. In regards to school size, according to the MHSA, these are the two smallest schools in the Greater Them Conference. Probably the smallest, with just 170 students in high school, a reduction of eight over last year. Harbor Beach has 208 enrolled, according to those MHSA numbers, which is a gain of two students compared to last year. So if going by enrollment, it's Harbor Beach by 38 students. Tonight marks the 71st meeting since 1952 that the Pirates and Bearcats have met on the gridiron. They've played each other every year since 1968, making it the second longest consecutive matchup in the thumb, second only to Bad Axe and Lakers, who have played every year since 1960. The Pirates lead the overall series 50-20 and have won seven of the last ten, despite Harbor Beach winning seven and Ubley just three. The average score goes in the opposite direction in those last ten matchups in favor of the Bearcats 26.2 to 25.6. This year on offense, Ubley is averaging 42.7 per game, the third best in the Greer Thumb Conference. Harbor Beach is posting 45.7, which currently is the best of the 14 teams. So, going by offense, it's Harbor Beach by three points. Last week, the Bearcats allowed 21 points against Marlette in the first half, but then shut them down in the second half. 
Our Beach playing K-Pack in Brown City have allowed a combined 16 points in the last two weeks. Ugly on defense, much like on offense, is boasting the current conference's third best. They're allowing 17 points a game, which Harbor Beach is close behind at 19.3, the sixth best defense. On defense, it's Harbor Beach by 2.3. Las Vegas has set their line for the game. They're confident that line, unless it's wrong. Our colleagues at the Ohio State University and AOC Working Class Evening Gown Sports Wagering Department said after factoring in all possibilities, stats, injury, weather, and location, the spread for tonight sits at ugly 12.5 points. Tonight is the 260th day of the year, meaning there's just 105 days until New Year's Eve. Ed, do you have any plans for New Year's? Uh, Smallies. Well, no, we're, we're going to we're going to dance. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'd also like to say hello and thank you to all of our listeners tuned in tonight, whether you're on your way to the game, perhaps heading to work, or perhaps on your way to the airport, whether it be San Antonio, Los Angeles, or even Philadelphia, which, Ed, that leads me to this week's trivia question. And this week's topic would be the U.S. Constitution. Oh. It was on this date in 1787 that the United States Constitution was signed by 39 delegates of the Constitutional Convention in Philadelphia. Still to this day, it's considered to be one of the most important and influential documents in the history of the world. My question to you, Ed, is Thomas Jefferson is known as the author of the Declaration of Independence. Who is considered to have written the U.S. Constitution? Oh, jeez. Mr. Mooney's really going to be upset with me here. Yes, he is. Uh, I'm just going to say Hamilton because of the musical? Well, close. It was, he's one of those, but it's actually James Madison. Also known as the father of the Constitution, James Madison was the main writer of the Constitution and also authored all 12 amendments of the Bill of Rights. Yes, I said 12. Ten amendments were eventually adopted. The two that were now passed involved a formula determining how many officials would be in the House of Representatives based on a set of mountain population, which was and still is entirely confusing to try and decipher. And the second one was compensation of U.S. Senators and Representatives, which came into play not until 1992 became the 27th Amendment. Now we listen to PA announcer Rick Glaza and the Balbly Marching Band for our national anthem, The Star-Spangled Banner.
Current conditions in Ely, Michigan are 77 degrees with sunny skies. They're calling for a 21% chance of rain this evening. Winds are in the southwest at 7 miles per hour and gusting up to 10 miles. Visibility is at 10 miles as well. Barometric pressure is dropping at 29.99 inches. The dew point is at 59 degrees. It feels like it's 77 degrees out. The humidity is at 57%. Sunset is at 739. And tonight we're currently in a waxing gibbous moon phase. So I think it's safe to say it's a beautiful night for football. Ubley won the toss, elected to receive, so they will start on offense. Our officials tonight will be Nate Rose, Josh Sauer, Adam Mahaffey, Dave Hayden, and Micah Brown. Ed Klump, what are your three keys to tonight's game? Well, the first one's going to be Ubley's power run game. Ubley's going to try to control the clock and pound the ball. They're going to run traps inside, and they're going to run off tackle. Harbor Beach is going to have to find a way to stop that <laughs> offense and get off the field. Harbor Beach's offensive line against Ubley's experienced 5-2 defense. That's another key. We'll see if Harbor Beach's offensive line can hold up. Big plays. Both teams have the ability to take to get huge chunks. Both teams are going to have to try to limit that and keep the ball in front of them. Let's go through your starting lineups for the Ubley Bearcats at quarterback. Number 10, a sophomore. Quarterback, Evan Bruski. In his backfield, three running backs in the straight T formation. You'd have Logan Mueller, who just came back last week. He's number 14, a six-foot, 170-pound senior. Your fullback, Mark Heilig, number 27, a junior. And Cal Nabursky, the running back, six-foot, 180-pound senior. At center, you'd have Cameron Ferris, a 6'2 junior. Left guard, Aiden Makoviak. Right guard would be Parker Peruski. Left tackle, Mitchell Foote, the sophomore, 6'3", 215 pounds. Right tackle, Ethan Gillig. And your tight ends would be Kyle Sweeney, as well as Matt Brandle, a senior and a senior. Kicking off for the Harbor Beach Pirates would be number six, Luke Woodkey, the 6'185 pound senior. He also is the outside linebacker and halfback. Other outside linebacker would be Caden Boynton at 5'11", 175 pound senior. In your middle linebacker would be Luke Woodkey's younger brother, Shea Woodkey, just a sophomore at 5'10", 180 pounds, but a hard hitting sophomore in number 55, Shea Woodkey. Quarterback for the Harbor Beach Pirates once they are on offense, which more than likely might be in nine or ten minutes after this drive from Ubley's over. It would be Tanton Babcock, he's six foot, 170 pound junior. In his backfield, he'll have Keaton Boynton and Luke Woodkey. Harbor Beach in their road, white uniforms, black pants, black to gray, ombre side effects on either side of their jerseys, black numbers, orange outline, traditional white helmet with black face mask. The Ubley Bearcats in all black with orange numbers, white outline to that, black helmets, black face masks, black mouthpiece. Kick from Woodkey, right to left across your radio, goes out of bounds at the 27-yard line. So this will result in a flag, and so this will result in the Ubley Bearcats starting out at the 35-yard line, left right across the radio. They also have the option to re-kick, but my guess is they'll take the, take the yards. They absolutely will. The ball came, they shanked it a little bit off of, the, off of Luke Woodkey's foot. Uh, kind of a break for Ubley there. We'll see if Harbor Beach's defense can stand up to this power run game, Ubley. Ubley has rushed the ball very effectively this season, has really not stopped anyone. Their leading rusher is Evan Bruski at 331 yards on 37 carries, averaging just under 9 yards per carry. Three men backfield to the left would be number 47, Callum Bruski. In the middle would be Mark Heilig, and to the right would be Logan Mueller. Evan Bruski under center. From the 35-yard line, handoff to number 47. That would be Callan Obersky. He gets out for three yards and a cloud of dust, actually marking down at the 38-yard line. Tackle made by number four, Caden Boynton, outside linebacker, a three-yard gain, second down and seven. Boynton's a tough linebacker in there. It looks like Harbor Beach came out with a five-man front on that one. 
Something that we don't always see from Harbor Beach. Our region of 5-3 defense tonight to start this game. Second down and seven from the 38-yard line. Two yards inside the right hash. Left or right across your radio are the Ubley Bearcats at home. 0-0, we played 30 seconds. T formation, Evan Bruski under center. Same formation you see practically the entire night with little iteration. Going for the hard count. There's the snap. Handoff once again to number 47. Colin Obruski, he pushes the pile forward across the 40-yard line. Comes down at the 42-yard line. Tackle made by, once again, Caden Boynton, his second tackle tonight. And short of the first down marker, but makes it third and manageable. Third down and three. Running off tackle, three yards in a cloud of dust. We knew that was going to happen. Obli's going to keep going. Uh, we'll see if Harbor Beach can hold tight here on third down. They've done that since 1963. Why stop now? Hasn't changed since Herp was coaching. One minute, five seconds are off the clock. 0-0, Ubley on their first drive tonight. They start at the 35. They're now out to the 42. They need to the 45 for a new set of downs. Avram Bruski under center. Harbor Beach crowding the box. Ten men inside the box. Under center, waiting for the snap. There is the snap back. It's a handoff right of the middle to Mark Heilig. He has room to run, has the first down. One man to beat, but he's tripped up at the 45-yard line in Harbor Beach territory. Stop made by Matt Hessling out of the secondary. Otherwise, that would have been gone for six points. For the 42 across midfield to the 45, that's a gain of 13. Yeah, a lot of fakes going on there. I had no idea where the ball was until he got, until he got tackled. There, Harbor Beach was lucky to get Colin Oversky down. First and 10 from the 44-and-a-half-yard line inside Harbor Beach territory, right side of your radio, moving to the right. Harbor Beach still in 10 men in the box. Ubley still in that T formation, straight, no chaser. Evan Bruski from the right hash, handoff to 27. Mark Heilig has one man to beat. He's tripped. He's gone. Mark Heilig's going to be in from 45 yards out. Touchdown, Ubley. It took just a minute 51 off the clock, and the Bearcats are on the board. 6-0, Ubley, 6, Harbor Beach, nothing. And then there, there's that speed from Heilig that we talked about. He got loose, and he took it to the house. Mark Heilig from the 45 in. The safety tripped in the very deep in the secondary. He had no one within 10 yards of him, finds himself in the end zone. And so Obley brings out the kicking team. Your kicker would be number 90, Brett Mueller. Your placeholder would be Kyle Sweeney. And the long snapper, also the quarterback, Evan Bruski, and he puts it through the uprights. It is 7-0. 10-09 left in the first quarter right here on the WLW Sports Network. Obley strikes first. Ubley drops a bomb to start this game with a 45-yard run from Mark Heilig into the end zone untouched. Makes it 7-0 after a Mueller extra point. 7-0. Ubley leads, and the kicking comes in at the 30-yard line by 10. Babcock pushes the pile forward across the 40 and is down to the 43-yard line, brought down by Evan Bruski, the man who does it all. First and 10 for the Harbor Pirates. They already trail Ubley 7-0, 10-05 left in the first quarter. Harbor starting with some nice field position. We'll see if they can answer Ubley's quick strike. Last time these two teams played was the first week of the regular season last year, which comes in off that COVID break in week number four. And a lot of turnovers in that game. That was really the only reason Harbor Beach won that game. They are outrushed out by the Ubley Bearcats in that game with 44 carries for 245 yards. They're well on their way already. Just four plays in that last scoring drive covering 65 yards. Tanton Babcock in the tee for the Harbor Beach Pirates to start this game. Hand off to their third option, number two. Jacob booms, and he goes absolutely nowhere as the trenches stood tall for the Ubley Bearcats at the 43-yard line leading the way was Parker Peruski for the Ubley Bearcats, second down and 10. Harbor Beach lined up in a full T formation there, trying to give Ubley a little bit of a taste of its own medicine, run power at them. It didn't work so well. 
Second down, 10, still from that 43-yard line. Right to left, Crossy Radio, their white jerseys, black pants, white helmet, Harbor Beach Pirates on the road in the 71st edition of the Backyard Brawl. Your center for the Harbor Beach Pirates, big man number 77, Nathan Kane, coming out in the spread formation of the Pirates. Two wide to the right, one to the left. Two men, on, one man on either side of San Babcock in the shotgun. Be Keaton Boynton, and he's going to be back to pass in the pocket. This was hit as he's thrown. This one flops down to the ground incomplete as Tanton Babcock was hit hard as he released that one. Falls incomplete, third down and 10. He was hit with the arm going forward, the Tom Brady rule. So it was an incomplete pass. Harvey Beach got a little bit lucky there. Split second later, and it would have been a fumble. So Harvey facing their first third down of the evening. They have gained zero yards in their first two plays. 9-16 left. Clock stops with that incomplete pass. 7-0. Ubley leading the Harvey Reach Pirates in week number four of the regular season. Harvey Reach comes to the line. Staying in that spread formation. Wide to the right would be Jacob Booms. Jace Knoblock wide to the left would be number 17, Matt Farmer. Backfield, Boynton and Woodkey on either side of 10. Babcock in the shotgun. Splitting the hash marks. Babcock staying in the pocket of the pass. He has time. Throws this one to the far sideline to Jace Knoblock in and out of the hands, and it's nearly intercepted at midfield. Hit the turf first. Brought in almost instead by Luke Vollmering for the Ubley Bearcats. Incomplete, and Harbor Beach facing a fourth and 10 from their own 43-yard line. Harbor Beach had some nice protection there. The line doing a nice job as a four-man rush by Ubley. Did have the guy. Did have his receiver open. He just a bit high for the receiver to handle. So fourth down and 10. Harbor Beach has not gained a single yard in the first two minutes and 51 seconds in this ballgame. 7-0. Ugly Bearcats leading the Harbor Beach Pirates. Harbor Beach coming out in the spread formation, but likely you might see a punt here as the quarterback is about an extra yard or two behind the line of scrimmage. And it is a little bit of a pooch kick coming out of that shotgun. Tanton Babcock punts it. No one deep back for the Bearcats. Takes a huge hard reach bounce inside the 20 and comes to rest at about the 15-and-a-half-yard line. Nice punt from Tanton Babcock. Flips the field. But the old Bearcats are leading 7-0 with nine minutes left in the first quarter. This could be a long night for the Harbor Beach defense. Harbor Beach is going to have to find a way to get off that field and, and, and not let them have large chunk plays. The Bearcats can absolutely take it to the house at any point. They're going to have to keep things in front of them. They had so many people in the box, but nobody was left back. The safety slipped on that last play. We'll see if they can keep their feet. Ubley back on offense from their own 16-yard line. They start this drive. Same formation. Left to right across your radio. T formation. Typical backfield. Evan Bruski under center, splitting the, splitting the hash marks. Nine minutes left in this first quarter. 7-0 Ubley. It's a handoff to number 27 to Mark Heilig. He has the room to run. Has the first down across the 30 and finally takes two white jerseys, three white jerseys, to bring him down to the 32-yard line. Leading the way was Matt Hessling out of the secondary. Move the chains for Ubley on their first down of this drive. Ubley doing a fantastic job of carrying out their fakes. Harbor Beach is really guessing. They're tackling everybody out there. And that inside that inside handoff is really working well for them. The, the running back's not getting touched until he gets to the safety. I'll be back on offense. They scored in their first drive in just four plays. Here's play number two of this second drive. First and ten from the 32, their second first down this evening. Working just inside the left hash, left right across your radio. T formation, Evan Bruski waits the snap. Hands it off to his first option, Mark Heilig. Wide open there as well. He has another first down across the 45 and out to the 46-yard line. 
A 14-yard gain tackle made by number 20 once again for Matt Hessling and the Pirates. Move the chains for Mark Heilig and the Bearcats to carry the team on his back. Well, I talked to Coach Sweeney earlier in the week, and he said if it ain't broke, don't fix it. He just ran the same play three times in a row since that touchdown they had. And it worked three times in a row. Yes, it did. 8-13 and counting here in the first quarter. 7-0 up lead. They're on their second drive of offense so far. Hover Reach was a three-and-out punt to start this game for their offense. Ubley, same formation, two yards inside the right hash. Evan Bruski barking orders to his line. And we have a timeout called by Eric Sweeney and the Bearcats with 7.56 left in the first quarter. It's 7-0, Ubley leading the Harbor Reach Pirates. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. The W Bearcats controlling the tempo of this game. They control the scoreboard as well. 7 nothing with 7.56 left in the first quarter and marching down the field already. They just were called for their first tire charge time out of this first half. Ed Klump, what are we seeing here from the Bearcats? Well, it's that power run game that we talked about earlier, earlier in the week. The timeout, the timeout came because Harvard Beach switched things up. They went to a seven-man front. Coach Sweeney didn't like what he saw. Called a timeout, and we'll see what Ebley does. Same formation. Peruski under center, staying low. Hand off to Mark Heilig. Same result as well. Dragging his defender across to the 45-yard line. It's a nine-yard gain. Being the free ride was 10. Babcock out of the secondary. Stopped him before the first down, so that's a little room to improve for Mark Heilig there. But first, second down in a yard to go. That is something. Sweeney didn't like what he saw from the new new defense from Harvard Beach, so what did he do? He called the same play. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Second down yard to go from the 45-yard line inside Harbor Beach territory. This is where they scored the last time with Mark Heilig breaking free, untouched in the end zone. 7.22 left in the first quarter. Obli lining things up. What a surprise in the T formation. Three men backfield, Heaven Prusky under center for the sophomore quarterback, second-year starter for the Bearcat squad. Hand off to Mark Heilig. Same result. He's off for the running. Down to the 25 to the 20. Foot race with Tim Babcock. And Babcock rips him down inside the 10-yard line. And finally brings him down at the 8. A 37-yard gain for Mark Heilig. Moves the chains. First and goal to go for the Bearcats. Heilig with another carry. Heilig now has... 134 yards on six carries. Wow. That's amazing. It was an absolute foot race. Uh, Heilig again. Once he gets out in space, he is dangerous. He's running like a man. He's five foot ten, 165-pound junior, but he's running like a man tonight. 6.50 left in the first quarter. Still Bearcats knocking on the door for the second time tonight on their second drive. T-formation working off the left hash. Bruski under center. Hand off to Mark Heilig up the gut, and he's going to be stopped for a modest gain of three yards down to the five-yard line. Second down in goal to go from the five. We'll give Evan Miller the, the credit as he was tripped up by his own player, but Evan Miller was there to clean him up for the tackle. Second down, goal to goal from the five and a half. Heilig's going to be a tired guy after this game. He is, earning, he is earning his spot right here. What are you talking about? He's only carried the ball seven times tonight. He just so happens to have 137 yards, averaging 19.6 per carry. <laughs> it's not too shabby. Did all that math in my head. Second and goal from the five-yard line. That's a lie. T formation working out the left hash. Evan Peruski keeps it for himself around the right end. It's a foot race to the goal line. He's in. Touchdown, Ubley. Evan Peruski makes the second score for the Bearcats tonight with 5.58 left in the first quarter. It is now Ubley 13-0 with an extra point on the way. Was a, well, that was kind of the perfect call at that point. It was a fake to high league. The whole defense was on high league. 
Bruschi got to the end, got in the end zone. Good call at the right time. And now the kicker. Ubley has a kicker. You seem surprised by this. I'm not sure I've ever seen Ubley with a kicker. What a weapon. And the Brent Mueller, the sophomore, puts it through the uprights for the 14th point. It is a 14-2 possession lead for the Ubley Bearcats with still 5.58 left in the first quarter right here on the WLW Sports Network. Breaking news as they're renaming the Cass River to the River Rouge because the Cass Banks are on fire tonight. It's 14-0, 5.58 left in the first quarter. Ubley commanding this lead right out of the gates. Another touchdown this time from Evan Peruski from five yards out. The PAT from Mueller. Brett Mueller is good. Two for two for him tonight. 14-0. Harbor Beach has not gained a single yard in offense in their first series. We'll see what they can do this time. Yeah, Harbor Beach has to get something going just to keep their defense off the field. It's a, a brought in by 10 Babcock. You get the 40-yard line on, brought down at the 41-yard line. Tackle made by Parker Peruski for the Bearcats. Special teams, first in 10. Decent field position for the Harbor Beach Pirates. They started last time with a 43. This time they're at the 41, but could not move the ball on their first drive. Will we see something different this time? I sure hope so. They're probably going to – I think they're going to have to use some of their speed. They need to get the ball, I think, to Luke Woodkey. Um, he's kind of the alpha, alpha dog out there. Let's see what he can do. Six plays, 84 yards for the score in the last one for the Bearcats. Now Harbor Beach starts at their own 41-yard line. There's a snap out of the spread formation. Handoff to Luke Woodkey. He gets out for one yard. Brought down by number 57, Aiden Makoviak, the linebacker, 5'10", 165-pound junior. Second Ubley's, down, nine to go. I'll be lining up in that in that five two. They're putting a helmet right on the 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 lineman of Harbor Beach, and then they're slanting one way or the other. It makes it really tough for your blocking assignment when they do that. They've been doing it for years, and they're always tough to block, and it's proving that way today. Second down, nine to go. Five twenty-five left in the first quarter. Fourteen nothing. Ubley leading. Receiver wide to the left. That'd be Matt Farmer. Two wide to the right. Jacob Booms and Jace Knoblock. Keaton Boynton and Luke Woodkey in the backfield. Tim Babcock in the shotgun. Running back on either side of him. Obli bring a little bit of blitz, and it's going to be handoff to Luke Woodkey. Breaks free. Two tackles. Still on his feet. Lowers the shoulder and gets close to the midfield and pushes across to the 49-yard line of Ubley. It's going to be a nine-yard gain. Finally stopped by Matt Brandel out of the secondary. Very close to the first down marker. Do they give it to them? As the spot is good, yes, it is. First down for Harbor Beach. That's improvement for the Pirates. Yeah, they got got a little bit tricky. It's like the old wing tee there. Everybody running with the ball, nobody knowing where the ball is. Somebody actually had Luke Woodkey wrapped up, let him go, and he took off. Might, Troy might have found something that works here. Well, we'll see if he can make magic happen twice. First and 10 from the 49 of Ubley. Harbor Beach in opponent territory for the first time this evening. Back to the T formation, working off the left hash. Tanton Babcock under center. And off to his third option, Luke Woodkey, and he's tackled forward down to the 47-yard line. Candon Bruce, he's linebacker, 5'9", 175-pound sophomore. He looks a lot bigger out there than that. Rips him down after a two-yard gain to the 47-yard line, second down and eight. He plays a lot bigger than that, too. He came up with a nice stick on Woodkey. Still positive yards, positive yards, not too bad on first down. We'll see what they can do here. They're going to have to mix it up a little bit, I believe. Four minutes remain in the first quarter. It's Ubley 14, Harbor Beach nothing. Clark Ramsey, Ed Klump, Dan Banky, and Doug Cole with your call tonight. 
from the banks of the Cass River in Ubley, Michigan for the 71st edition of the Backyard Brawl. Ubley and Harbor Beach. Ubley 14-point lead currently. Harbor Beach on offense for the second time tonight. And they just got their first first down of the evening. Second down and eight here. Quarterback keeper Tent Babcock has green grass in front of him. Has a first down. He springed down to the 25, to the 15, the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Harbor Beach. Tent Babcock breaks free from 47 yards out for the score with 344 left in the first quarter. Harbor Beach on the board for the first time. There's that speed from Babcock. Ubley brought pressure. They actually blitzed their linebackers, and it was actually the perfect call for that defense. Fantastic call at the right time. And in comes Luke Woodkey for the extra point. Harbor Beach and Ubley both have kickers. I'm not sure that's happened in the same year. I haven't even looked up the stat, but I can guarantee that's the first time in 71 mediums. <laughs> Never been more excited for kickers. <laughs> I'm just impressed I have someone on this broadcast team that's more excited for special teams than I am. So Luke Woodkey is your kicker. He kicks straight on with the most horrible form if you're a soccer player. And he kicks it with his toes. He actually has a special cleat. And the kick is up, and it is through the uprights. The PAT is good. It's a one-possession ball game for the moment. 14-7. Ubley leading the Harbor Beach Pirates with 3.44 left in the first quarter on the WLW Sports Network. Beach gets on the board under four play, 59-yard drive. that covered two minutes and 14 seconds in for the score after a 10 Babcock quarterback keeper for 47 yards. The PAT from Woodkey was good. Makes it 14-7. Ubley's lead cut down to seven points, 14-7. As Luke Woodkey's kick boomed down to about the 10-yard line brought in by Evan Peruski at the 11-yard line. Cuts back across midfield to the near sideline. One man to beat. He has green pastures in front of him. Luke Woodkey, the only man to beat, and he's brought down in the Harbor Beach territory at the 45-yard line. After a huge return for Evan Peruski, starts on the plus side of the field. Nice return by Evan Peruski. A little bit of an over-pursuit by Harbor Beach. Had Woodkey back, though. He had nice stop by Woodkey. Great return by Peruski. 44 yards in that return for Evan Peruski. First and 10 from the 45-yard line, looks like. Looks like they need a football out on the field there. It should be at the 44-yard line. There we go. So the 44-yard line, I believe, will start this drive inside Harbor Beach territory, leading 14-7, 3.35 left in the first quarter. I'll be coming out. And I hope you're ready for this in a T formation. Three-man backfield, Evan Peruski under center. Same backfield. Mueller, Heilig, and Oberski. Handoff to number 14. That'd be Logan Mueller. He pushes pile forward across the 40 all the way down to the 38-yard line. Stop made by Shea Woodkey, middle linebacker for the Pirates. But not until after a five, maybe even a six-yard gain. Yes, it is six yards, second down and four. Good hard run north, just running north and south by Mueller. That offensive line by Ubley is really coming off the line hard. Low and cover reaches line a little bit back. <laughs> a little bit. Well. 3.08 left here in the first quarter. It's 14-7. I'll be leading on offense for the third time this evening. They've scored in the first two possessions. Evan Bruski giving orders to Cal Nobruski. That'd be actually... And we have whistles, and this will be a false start, potentially. 
Yes, it is. So Disco Night early here in Ubley, and this will push the Bearcats back five yards instead of a second and four to a second and nine back to their own, to the Harbor Beach 44-yard line. Harbor Beach could use that, back them up a little bit. Harbor Beach really needs to stop here. Um, yes. If Ubley comes down every time and scores, it's just not going to be good. Four-yard penalty on that one, <laughs> according to the spot, to the 42-yard line. It's a good round number. 253. It's not even a prime number. It's a 253 <laughs> left here in the first quarter. 14-7 Ubley. Snap from Peruski. Handed off to Heilig. Breaks through one tackle and drags another white defender all the way down to him. Down to the 36-yard line. Stopped by, made by Caden Boynton for the Pirates. And that will be a gain of six on the play. Third down and two. Even though it was a gain of six, it was a little bit better defended by Harbor Beach. And Heilig just drugged three defenders with him. I believe it's dragged. Dragged, drug. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, my mom drug, was an English, drug my mom was an English teacher. She's, pr she's yeah, proud of her. Your right dad now. was a pharmacist, so it makes sense <laughs> for the drug. Third down and two. 2.20 left in the first quarter. 14 to 7. T formation working out the right hash inside Harbor Beach territory with a seven point lead. Evan Bruski hands it off to Kyle Bruski. Hands the first down and drags his defender down to the 30 yard line with him. Title lane by number 52, Levi Klasky, 6'2, 215 pound junior. First down on a third down conversion for the LB Bearcats. Bruski with power off the tackle. He knew where the first down was and he's fell over the first down line. First and 10 from the Harbor Beach 31-yard line. 205 and counting here in the first quarter. One possession ball game for the moment. 14 to 7. As Ubley started this drive at the Harbor Beach 39-yard line, they're now at the 31-yard line. Evan Persky fumble on the play. He has to jump back on it way back to the 38-yard line. This will be a loss of eight on the play. As Evan Bruski was lucky to have his, he was the only jersey around in the entire vicinity. It results in a seven-yard, six-yard loss. Second down, 17 to go. On second down and 17 to go, we'll see if uh, Ubley comes out with a different formation this time. I have a feeling they're going to drop their 17-yard play here. And it very well may just be a handoff <laughs> to Mark Heilig. Second, and it's the first quarter. You can't have jokes yet. <laughs> Already going off the rails, Clark. Ed Clem covering for Dave Hansen, who's in Maryland this week. Greetings to Dave, who's not listening to us. Second out and 17. Bruski under center, three men backfield, working out that right hash again. And off to Mark Heilig, gets out to the 35-yard line just for a three-yard gain. Stop made by outside linebacker Luke Woodkey, the six-foot, 185-pound senior for the Pirate defense. Third down, 15 to go, with less than a minute to play here in the first quarter. Ubley keeps coming with that coming with that power. Harbor Beach doing a little bit better de defending, so watch out for uh, third down. Watch out for the third down, 15. There we go. Watch out for the quarterback around the end here. Peruski working off that right hash once again near side of your radio. Three men backfield. And it's going to be back to pass. Rolling to his left has Cal Sweeney open, but he's going to keep it for himself. He has one man to beat. He runs out of bounds short of the first down marker as he is forced out of bounds by Caden Boynton. And Evan Bruski showing he has wheels as well. Gained some positive yards on that one. That's out for about seven, maybe even eight yards. Third down, goal, or short to go. Yep. Quarterback around quarterback around the end. It was the right call there. It worked before on the, on the uh, extra point. Picked up a big chunk there. Could be a big stop for Harbor Beach here on fourth down. Fourth and three to go for the Obley Bearcats. They need to get to just this side of the 21-yard line. 23 seconds remain. Clock stop with a running out of bounds in the last one from Evan Peruski. 
Bruski with now just two carries for negative two yards altogether. Bruski keeping it for himself to the right side. He's brought down in the backfield. Oh, oh. And Luke Wickey brings him down, but a flag flies. Right I think it's going to be close to the tackle. And this very well, like Ed said, could be a hold. If that is the case, they will, Harvard Beach will decline it. That will be a turnover on downs if that's the case. And it is a hold. They decline the ball. Harvard Beach stops Ubley for the first time in about six years. <laughs> Look, he looked like he got shot out of a cannon there. There's really no choice but to hold him. Great stop by Woodkey. Good call to dial up a little stunt by Ron Rubel, the defensive coach for Harbor Beach. So turnover on downs gives the ball back to the Harbor Beach Pirates at their own 27-yard line. Ubley Zhao had six plays in that last drive, 16 total on the night. Harbor Beach first and 10, 19 seconds remain here in the first quarter. They're on their own 27-yard line. Two wide to the right, working off that right hash. One wide left. That's Jason Knoblock. It's going to be quarterback keeper. Ten Babcock cuts it back inside the tackles. He's tripped. No, he's almost tripped up. Runs out of bounds at the 45-yard line with 12 seconds left here. That is enough to move the chains from the 28-yard line all the way out to the 45. A 17-yard pickup from the quarterback keeper, Ten Babcock. And our reach picks up their second first down this evening. Babcock showing off that speed again and showing some good balance. Thought he might have been tackled by the shoestring earlier, but kept his balance, kept going. Hubbley with five total first downs this evening. Our reach with two. First and ten for the Pirates of your own 45-yard line. 12 seconds to go in this first quarter. More than likely the last play of this quarter. With a 14-7 lead for the Ubley Bearcats. Our reach on offense for the third time this evening. Same formation, two wide to the right, one to the left. And it's a handoff to number four, Caden Boynton, trying to find his way out of that backfield. And Ubley will not let him have it as he comes down for a two-yard loss. Cameron Ferris, defensive tackle, 6'2", 185-pound junior, brings him down for the two-yard loss. And we've reached the end of the first quarter with a seven-point lead for the Ubley Bearcats, 14-7, right here on the WLW Sports Network. On to the second quarter, it's a seven-point ball game. Second and 12 for the Harbor Beach Pirates as they trail the Ubley Bearcats 14-7. But they did just stop Ubley at the Harbor Beach 27-yard line for the turnover on downs. Harbor Beach coming out in the spread formation to start the second quarter. Two wide to the right, Farmer and Knobloch. Wide to the left will be Jacob Booms all by his lonesome. Ten Babcock in the shotgun. Luke Woodkey and Caden Boynton in the backfield. Now two wide to the left, and we have a timeout called by Troy Shelke and the Pirates. A little miscommunication. Receivers were in the wrong position. Ed Klump, what are we seeing differently here? Harbor Beach stunning, blitzing at the right times to stop. Ubley, what exactly is going on here? A little bit of a chess game being played between the coaches. Uh, I, I think find that the, hard to believe. The, the, the right calls at the right time. I think Harbor Beach is uh, is dialing up those those stunts. That last stop with Woodkey coming in on a blitz. Um, Harbor Beach is getting a little bit more creative uh, in that respect. Uh, this would be a big stop for Ubley here. Um, if Harbor Beach if Harbor Beach manages to get down the field, get a touchdown, it could be a momentum shifter. Uh, if they're stopped, momentum's just, just going to stay with Ubley. 12 minutes are still on the board here. Coming out of its first timeout called by the Harbor Beach Pirates with 12 minutes before the half is over. What an extended first quarter there. First quarter break. 
as Doc Messing here. Not sure if he's had a hot dog yet this evening. Up in the booth here for the Harbor Beach Pirates. That goes back all the way to the 2012 season. Of course, Ed Klump, notorious, I should say, more than infamous than anything, has a lot of friends, and I'm not sure if that's a good or a bad thing, and it seems like everyone's been saying hi to you this night. Well, they're more saying what you couldn't find anybody else to Clark. They're not really saying hi to me. I that's don't know what's actually going been on. a very common phrase this <laughs> evening. Two wide to the left, one to the right. Two men backfield. Caden Boynton stacked a pass. Pump fakes once. Now rolls to his left. He's has a black jersey on him. He's brought down in the backfield for a huge sack by Cameron Ferris. The line of scrimmage is at the 43-yard line. He was brought down at the 36-yard line. A seven-yard loss on second down brings up a third down in the country mile. You know, that offensive line gave him a lot of time. He was sitting in that pocket for quite a while. The defensive backs of Ugly just blanketed the Harbor Beach receivers. He had absolutely nowhere to go with the ball. Third down, 19 to go. First down markers at the Ugly 45-yard line. They stand at their own 36-yard line. Troy Schalke gives the play into the huddle. Harbor Beach still inside that huddle. 11 excuse me, 11-19 remains here in the first half. 14-7, Ubley leading the Harbor Beach Pirates. Pirates send two wide to left. One to the right, Matt Farmer buys Lonesome. Two men backfield, Boynton and Woodkey on either side of Tan Babcock in the shotgun. And there's a false start as the as Caden Boynton was getting too excited and it fell forward before the snap even. And it was a high snap over the head of Tan Babcock anyway, so maybe a silver lining there. Instead of a third down and 19, it's a third down and 24 from the 31-yard line. It's going to be a tough, tough third down here. They're going to have to dial up his... 34-yard play. See what Schalke has up his sleeve. Line of scrimmage at the 31-yard line. First down marker just beyond the ugly dragway. 11 one <laughs> left here in the first half. Of course, the dragway was going all afternoon. Getting a little Friday night action going on. Friday afternoon action. The sounds of Ugly. 11 one left in the first half. 14-7. Ugly leads by 7. Harvard Reach facing a third down and 24 from their own 31-yard line. Handoff. Quarterback keeper to 10, Babcock to the left side. He has nowhere to go, and he's brought down for no gain. Still at that 31-yard line, Cameron Ferris kept his eyes on the quarterback and brought him down for no gain. And now a fourth down and 24 for the Harbor Beach Fires. They'll be punting this one away. That quarterback keeper on the left end, that's been Harbor Beach's best play. It's, they've had big plays out of that. Seemed like Sweeney and the group, they, they sniffed that out, called the right defensive play. So fourth and 24 still. Ten and a half left here in the second quarter. 14-7, Ubley leading. Ubley had a turnover on downs the last possession. Our reach can be forced to punt here. Seems like Jim, Jim After Becker. After seven plays. Seems like Jim Becker might be even looking at our reach's playbook. He's calling the right plays at the right time. <laughs> Tan Babcock, the punter. Nice punt. End over end. Nobody back for the Bearcats. Bounces sideways out of bounds at the Ubley 38-yard line. Just as good as a fair catch, just went straight out of bounds. So a 31-yard punt, 41-yard punt for Ten Babcock, and the Pirates gives the ball back to the Ubley Bearcats with a seven-point lead. 10-07 remains in the first half, 14-7, Ubley leading. I have a feeling we're going to see Ubley come out in the T formation. What gives that away? <laughs> they are going to go right over the tackle right now, and they're going to just try to pound it down Harbor Beach's throat. Ubley comes out in that T formation, working off the right hash, right to left across your radio. Evan Bruski surveying the prairie, three men behind him in the T. There's the snap. Turns to his third back, hands off to number 14, Logan Mueller. Not a whole lot going there. Scrum all the way out to the 37-yard line, 38-yard line maybe. 
Luke Whitkey, pick your number. Really, you can't be wrong there on this 20-person roster for the Harbor Beach Pirates. They're all in that tackle, stopping Logan Mueller for just a yard gain. Second down, nine to go from the 38-yard line, right to left across your radio. Tackled by a swarm of Pirates. That's the way to play defense. Everybody going to the ball. We'll see if Harbor Beach can get a stop here. Second and nine, Harbor Beach on defense. Hobbly on offense. After one yard gain on first down, Evan Bruski awaits the snap, hands it off, quarterback keeper around the right end, left end, goes to the near sideline, has the first down, and runs out of bounds just beyond the first down marker at the 48-yard line. It is a 10-yard pickup when they needed nine. Move the chains for the Yellow Bearcats. Boy, Peruski really does have some wheels. They had him. It looked like they were gonna, he was going to be stopped right at the line of scrimmage. He turned on the burners, got the corner. Nice game. Probably before this drive started, had the ball for eight minutes and 27 seconds. High reach, five minutes and 35 seconds. 9.18 remains. Clock stopped as he ran out of bounds. First and 10 from the 48-yard line in Ubley's own territory. Moving to the far left end zone. 52-yard field in front of him. Evan Bruski hands it off to 27. Mark Heilig, he goes out for nowhere and stopped in his tracks by Matt Hessling. Coming up to help support that front line for no gain. Second down and 10. Seems like Harbor Beach is really focusing on those handoffs and that power run in the right in the middle. They're stacking the line. We'll see if that uh, if that holds up. That's why Peruski is finding some running room on the outside. We'll see if he does that to the long side of the field. And Ubley has thrown the ball 10 times this year, completed nine of them. This could be the time to dial up a play, uh, pass play as well. It could work. It's been incredibly efficient all year for them. Second down and 10. From their own 48, left hash. Evan Bruski, the sophomore quarterback, hands it off to Mark Heilig up the gut. This one goes about as good as the first one there. Gets out for a yard to the 49-yard line. Tackle made by 74, Grants McGlinsky, the defensive end, 6'4", 235-pound senior, three-year starter for the Harbor Beach Pirates. Third down, nine to go. No gain in the play. Back Pirates, to the 48. Pirates are really loading the box. They're selling out to stop that inside run. We'll see if Sweeney. We'll see if Sweeney can come up with something creative here. Looks like he's setting them up with these inside runs for something big. According to the spot, there was no gain on that play. Third down and ten from the 48-yard line. 8:04 remains in the second quarter. Ubley 14, Harbor Beach seven. Evan Peruski talks to his right tight end. Under center, three men behind him in the tee. Working off the left hash. Quarterback rolls to his right, looking to pass. Throws downfield, wide open to Cal Sweeney. It is caught at the 38. He's still on his feet at the 25. And is dragged down by the 10-yard line by number 32, Jace Knoblock for the Pirates. And Harvard Ubley moves the chains on a third down and 10 from their own 48 down to the Harbor Beach 11-yard line. Hits his favorite favorite target downfield. What was most impressive about that is that Peruski, a left-hander, rolled out to his right. They were in pursuit. He was uh, under pressure. Had to throw a cross stop. Throw across his body for a strike. Impressive throw by Peruski. Especially as a sophomore. 7.42 after a 41-yard strike from Peruski into the hands of Cal Sweeney. First and 10 from the 11-yard line of Harbor Beach. 7.42 left in the first half. 14-7. Ubley trying to extend the seven-point lead. Wing T to the right, two men in the backfield, leading block to the right. Evan Bruski rolls to his luck, back to pass, has a man wide open in the end zone. It's nearly picked off oh. at the goal line by Jace Knoblock. Can't bring it in. Falls incomplete at the goal line, second down and 10 from the 11. Actually, yeah, nice. Kyle Sweeney actually turned into the defensive back there, actually played a good, 
good defense on the ball. Harvard Beach was in the right in the right position there. It looked like it was going to be picked off, but Kyle Sweeney knocked it out of the defender's hand. Kyle Sweeney, six receptions on the year for 200 yards and two scores through three games in a quarter. 7.38, clock stop on that incomplete pass. Second down and 10 to go from the 11-yard line of Harbor Beach. Same formation as the last play, sending wide right would be number 14, Logan Mueller, in the wing tee to the right, working off that right hash. Evan Bruski. Hands off to Colin Oberski. Luke Woodkey jumps through the trenches and stops him at the 10-yard line after just a gain of a yard for Colin Oberski. Third down and 10 from the 10-yard, or third down and 9 from the 10-yard line, 7.25 before the half. Well, Harvard Beach, Harvard Beach is shutting down that inside power run, and that's what they want to do. We may see Humbly pass more tonight than they have all year. <laughs> that's not saying much. <laughs> 7-12, then counting here in the second quarter. Upley trying to tack on to their third score this evening. It's currently 14-7 over their rival, the Harbor Beach Pirates, in the backyard brawl, the 71st edition. Played every single year since 1968. Wing T to the right once again. Quarterback rolling to his right, that's Peruski. Looking to pass, can be quarterback keep on this one. Cuts back in at the five-yard line, drags his defender down to the two-yard line, and he's going to be just shy of that first down marker. Stop finally made by Caden Boynton and had support from two other white jerseys out there. And it's going to be short of the first down marker, a fourth down, and they're going to mark him down way back at the three-yard line. So a fourth down, two to go, maybe a long two, according to the uh, sticks over there. And now they move it down to the two-yard line. So yep. fourth and a yard to go for the Ubley Bearcats at the Harbor Beach two-yard line. Ruski rolling to his left, was looking to pass, decided to tuck it. Good tough run. And we have a timeout called by Eric Sweeney and the Bearcats with 6.16 left in the first half, 14-7. Ubley leading the Harbor Beach Pirates on the WLW Sports Network. Six sixteen left in the first half, 14-7. Ubley leading the Harbor Beach Pirates, and they're facing a fourth down and one from the Harbor Beach two-yard line. Ed Klump, what do you see drawn up here? Well, Harbor Beach is selling out to stop the inside run. Uh, it, it, it's anybody's guess, really. Will Ubley come out with some power and run it inside, or will they keep the, do the quarterback keeper around the end? That's Doesn't, my guess, the latter. Uh, Harbor Beach really selling out inside, so... That, uh, that uh, long side of the field over there might look real good for Peruski. Fourth and a yard to go from the two-yard line. First down markers at the one goal line is, of course, two yards away. 6-16 left in the first half. Evan Peruski in her center, three men backfield, straight tee. Evan Peruski, and there's this. And we have a, a flag, and they went for the hard count, and they got Harbor Beach to jump on it. And this is going to be the half the distance to the goal line. Offsides. And this will put them very close. And they're going to say first down. There's that ugly, ugly discipline again. Sweeney knew exactly what he was doing there. He wanted to get him to jump. So now they're going to talk about this one. They signaled first down. It's half the distance to the goal line from the two-and-a-half-yard line or two-and-a-quarter, wherever you'd like to say it. And he signaled first down. As, so this one could come down to the definition Understand, there they are. They're singling first down. Move the chains. It's now a first and goal from the one-yard line. Troy Schelke's not pleased about it. He's talking to the officials out there. 6-16 left in the first half. Still, not quite sure what Coach, Coach Schelke's upset about on that one. I think he wanted them to measure. 
And now official timeout. And it looks like he got his way, and they're going to bring the sticks on to see where this one lays. That does seem like the it seems perhaps like the, the right thing to do. It seems like the right thing to do. Might as well get it right. Eddie, do much baking? Do I do much baking? Yes. I eat a lot of baked goods, but I don't do yeah, much I baking. Say, you don't seem like the type who measures very closely. <laughs> no, no. I was told there'd be no math, Clark, so. Second broadcast, you pulled that out. <laughs> Nobody remembers. You don't have to bring that up. So, bringing the sticks out, seeing if this one is indeed a first down or not. And this one has it by a quarter. No, they're saying fourth down. He's short. Short by maybe the nose of a hair. Well, the Harvard Beach coaching staff was all over that. So, fourth and we'll call it fourth and three inches to go. For the ugly Bearcats, all they really need to do is just fall forward in the line of trench. Here comes we'll the, push them forward. Here comes, the, here comes the ugly power. Might not just get a first down. They may go right into the end That's, zone on this. Wouldn't be surprised at all. Fourth inning, an inch to go for the ugly Bearcats. Evan Bruski under center. It's the snap. 47 count. Bruski pushes forward down to the goal line. Is he not in? No, he's not. But he's short of the, of the goal line, but has the first down. At least no single yet from the officials. And they're saying, move the chains, but no touchdown. Cal Nabursky goes out for a yard, and now the nose of the football is about six inches short of the goal line. Yeah, Harbor Beach is playing incredibly tough right now, and, but it seems, seems a little bit of inevitable with uh, Ugly's run game this close to the end zone. First and goal, they got four shots at it to get in the end zone to extend this to a two-possession lead. 14-7, Ugly leads Harbor Beach right now. Evan Bruski in her center, splitting the hash marks. Left side of your radio. Hand off to Kyle Bruski. He's in. Touchdown, Ugly. 5.50 left in the first half, and Bearcats score for the third time. Oberski puts his head down and just bowled his way right, through, right to the end zone. Good hard run by Oberski. Just like his dad, Scott, back in the day. So the Bearcats extend their lead out to 20-7 to now with an extra point on the way for the Ugly Bearcats. Brent Mueller, two for two this evening for the Ugly Bearcats and the PAT game. This is a nice kick, a little to the right, but it goes through the uprights. It's 21-7, to Ugly leading the Harbor Beach Pirates with 5.50 left in the second quarter. A 14-point lead for the Bearcats. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. The LB Bearcats tag on another score, make it 21-7 over the LB Bearcats, or the Harbor Beach Pirates, excuse me, on a Kalinoburski one-yard run. Probably has now run 27 plays on offense this evening. This last drive, 11 plays on that one alone, covering 72 yards. Well, Ubley's controlled the ball for just over 12 minutes, and Harbor Beach has had it for just over five. That's really one of the keys of the game is that ugly, ugly run game and the time of possession. And talking with uh, Coach Sweeney, that was kind of the game plan. Keep the ball out of the Harbor Beach's hands. Kick comes in at the 27 into the hands of the 25-yard line by Tanton Babcock. Breaks three of two tackles, still on his feet across the 35 and finally brought down to the 37-yard line. Brought down by Cannon Peruski for the Bearcats. First and 10 for the Harbor Beach Pirates with 5.44 before the half is over. And they have a 63-yard field in front of them. We'll see what Harbor Beach can dial up here. 
Nobody seemed to have their number last time. Uh, Ferris with a great stop, the right defensive call by Ubley, last, the last possession of Harbor, from Harbor Beach. We'll see if they can uh, keep with the chess game, see if Harbor Beach can come out ahead here. Harbor Beach taking their time to get to the line. Two wide to the left, one to the right, working off the left hash of their own 37-yard line. Two men backfield in the shotgun is Babcock, Boynton, and Woodkey on either side of them. Quarterback keeper, lead blocker to his left, hesitates. Now he has positive yards and runs out of bounds. And he runs out of bounds at the 40-yard line, pushed out of bounds by Aiden Mikoviak, the linebacker junior for the Bearcats. After a three-yard gain, it stops the clock with 5.39 left in the first half. 21-7, Ubley, Harvard region offense, facing a second and seven. Patient, patient run by Babcock, waiting for his, his lineman to get out in front of him. Shea Woodkey pulling, pulling guard, got out in front of him with a nice block there. Sprung for a decent gain on first down. 21-7, Bearcats leading by 14. That ties their largest of this evening. Second down, seven from the 40-yard line. Receiver wide to the right, two to the left, working off that left hash. Babcock, a little bit of a high snap, brings it in, hands it off to Keaton Boynton. He meets the line of black jerseys at the 41-yard line. He gets out to the 42-yard line. Aiden Makoviak leading the tackling there, as well as Parker Peruski to clean him up. After a two-yard gain, maybe even three-yard gain, a two-yard gain out to the 42. Third down and five for the Bear for the Pirates, 5-20 before the half is over. Boynton running incredibly hard. Looks like Pistons. His legs look like Pistons running out there. Just didn't stop. Probably just swarmed on that defense, though. Kept into a short, short game. Out of reach, third and five on the night. They are 0 for 2 on third downs. Pretty important for Harbor Beach to get a first down here, keep the ball, keep the defense off the field. Two wide each way, one man in the backfield with Bamcock. And now we have timeouts called by Eric Sweeney and Jim Becker on defense for the Ugly Bearcats with 4.44 left in the first half. 21 to 7, Ugly leading Harbor Beach. Our reach facing a third and five right after this on the WLW Sports Network. Four forty-four left in the second quarter. It's twenty-one to seven. The Ugly Bearcats leading the High Reach Pirates. Harbor Beach facing a third and five from their own 42-yard line. They need to get out to the ugly 47, 47-and-a-half-yard line, marching left to right across your radio. Harbor Beach 0 for 2 on third downs this evening. Same formation as before the timeout. Two wide each way, working off the left hash. Tanton Babcock with one man to his right. Luke Woodkey in motion to the near sideline. Trips to the right now. Luke Tanton Babcock back to pass right downfield. It's into the hands of Jason Oblock and converts on third down. They're saying it hit the, hit the ground, though. Incomplete pass to Jace Knoblock at the 41-yard line. Looks like he may have gotten that one between the ground and him and falls incomplete, fourth down and five. Oh, that looked like it was going to be a nice play. That offensive line from Harbor Beach being impressive, giving him, giving Babcock plenty of time when he drops back. Ball was just a little bit, little bit short and just out of the hands of the receiver. Fourth and five, Harbor Beach. Harbor Beach has not attempted a fourth down this evening. They punted on their first drive. They scored on their second. 
They punted on their third and now on their fourth possession this evening. Trips to the right, one to the left, that's Matt Farmer. Play clock coming down, 10 Babcock weighing the snap in the shotgun. There it is. On fourth down, back to pass, throws downfield. It is brought in by Luke Woodkey in ugly territory. Moved the chains for the Bear, for the Pirates from the 43 to the 48 on the other side of the 50. A nine-yard catch for Luke Woodkey. Moves the chains, converts on fourth down. What a great play and a gutsy call. Ubley would have had an incredibly short field. And the way Ubley's playing, that would have been really dangerous if that was an incompletion. Dan Babcock, his first completion tonight on four attempts. First and 10 from the Ubley 48-yard line. Ubley with 232 yards of offense, high reach with 82. Ubley has had nearly double the plays with 27, high reach with 15. Trips to the right. High Reach has actually run the ball for 72 yards this evening. Ten Babcock looking to pass to his left. Throws downfield. Has a man beat, and it's pass interference. They're going to say no flag on the play, though. As Matt Farmer had Kyle Sweeney between them. Kyle Sweeney did not turn around. Matt Farmer couldn't get to the ball. Falls incomplete. Second and ten from the 48. Maybe that, that ball may have hit the ground before contact was made, to tell you the truth. It was a little bit underthrown by Babcock. Farmer did have him beat. Farmer ran track this year. A little bit of a burner on the outside. He can take the top off a of defense. Second down and 10. Clock stop with 4.03 left. Ubley with no timeouts. Howard Reach with two in this first half. Clark Ramsey, Ed Klump, Doug Cole, and Dan Banky with their call tonight from the banks of the Cass River in Ubley, Michigan. Two wide each way, working off the right hash. Tanton Babcock in the shotgun. Bring back to his right. That looks like it's Caden Boynton. Good snap. Quarterback keeper to the right has one jersey to beat, and that oh. could be a block in the back. None called, though. And 10 Babcock is tackled out of bounds with the 43-yard line. That's going to be a gain of five on the play. Tackle made by Ubley's 77, Ethan Gillig. The Ubley faithful won a block in the back that very well could have been a block in the back. Third and four upcoming for the Pirates. Sweeney's a little bit hot over that one. For good reason. It was it was a little bit, little bit blatant. Harvey Beach may have gotten away with one, but... A nice pickup on second down. Third and four from the 42-yard line. They get to the 38 of Ubley. 3.57 clock stop as he ran out of bounds on that tackle. 21-7. Ubley leads still by 14. Two wide each way, working off the right hash. Luke Woodkey and Jacob Booms wide to the right. Dan Babcock with Caden Boynton to his left in the shotgun. Back to pass on third and four. Looking downfield, down to the end zone to Luke Woodkey. This one's overthrown into the hands of Cox. Down. Oh, Luke Woodkey. <laughs> the Pirates connect between 10 Babcock from the 43. Down into the end zone for the strike, and the Pirates score for the second time tonight with 351. A beautiful pass from 10 Babcock and a be even better pet catch from Luke Woodkey. He had to thread the needle between two ugly defenders. Woodkey went up and beat both defenders for the ball. Just a beautiful play, but really what made that play is the Harbor Beach line, giving Babcock enough time and get it, letting Woodkey get downfield. This offensive line really gelling tonight. Really an improvement since the Bad X game. I reached seven plays in that drive and covered a minute 59 off the clock in 63 yards and it result in a score on the 43-yard strike from, or excuse me, 43 yards from Tanton Babcock into the hands of Luke Woodkey. Might have a less than Ten to play on the play clock. Woodkey's kick is up. It is no good. Wide left. Oh. So it's an eight-point lead for the Ubley Bearcats. 21-13, 3.51 left in this first half. An eight-point lead for the Ubley Bearcats at home in week number four. 
21-13. to Harbor Beach scores for the second time this evening. They trail by eight points. The LB Bearcats still in command of this game. They've had the ball for 12 minutes and 44 seconds. Harbor Beach was 7 minutes and 34 seconds. Harbor Beach's drive kept off with a 43-yard pass from 10. Babcock to the hands of Luke Woodkey. The PAT was wide left. No good. So it's 21-13. Yeah, Woodkey. Woodkey with that deep pass. He had to run to the sideline. Somebody ran out the, the, the kicking shoe to him. Might have been a little bit fatigued on that on that play, and I, they, they didn't really give him a lot of time to change his shoe. I know that the the head official there made sure that hey, we have to give him enough time to change his shoe, so that he can get out there and kick. So Luke Woodkey, still with that cleat on, is going to be kicking things off for the Harbor Beach Pirates from their own 40-yard line, left side of your radio. Booming kick comes down to about the 15-yard line, brought in by number 27, Mark Heilig. 5'10", 165-pound junior, breaks free one tackle, has Luke Woodkey to beat, and he's into the end zone, cuts back inside, and he's brought down in Harbor Beach territory, the 35-yard line, brought down by Jacob Booms on special teams. A huge return from Mark Heilig and the Bearcats, start on the plus side of the field with 3.41 before the half is over. Heilig's been dangerous in space all day, and that includes the, the kick return. Doing a nice job weaving weaving in and out of pirate pirate tacklers. First and 10 for the Bearcats, right to left across your radio from the 35. First down marker at the 25. T formation, straight T. Evan Prusky, the sophomore quarterback, second year starter, took his team all the way to state championship a year ago. Under center. There's a snap. Quarterback keeper to the left side, finds a gap, gets across the 30-yard line, finally brought down by Luke Wickey at the 29-yard line. A gain of six on first down, sets a second down and four for the LB Bearcats. Clock rolling, 3.28 left in the half, 21-13 to 13, Ubley. That was a nice call. That was a nice call by Ubley. Everybody was selling out to stop the running back. Peruski with a keeper inside this time with a nice pickup. Evan Peruski, seven carries, 29 yards. Mark Hallig, 11 carries for 146 yards. Aside from that special teams, they really haven't heard much from him in the second quarter here. Second down, four to go for the LB Bearcats. Same formation, working a few yards inside the right hash, right to left across your radio, or the black jersey to Ubley Bearcats at home for the third time this season. Hand off to Mark Heilig in the play, worked again, he's into the end zone, touchdown, Mark Heilig in the Bearcats. From 29 yards out, Heilig scores for the Bearcats for the fourth time as a team. Heilig for his second this evening. Touchdown, Bearcats. Right on right on cue, you asked the question, <laughs> where's, where, where's Heilig been, and there he is. Breaks free untouched into the end zone, showing off his speed. So 2.51, just one minute on that drive, covering 60, or 35 yards, excuse me. Starting on the plus side of the field after a huge Mark Heilig return. The PAT is good for Mueller, and it's Ubley, 28, Harbor Beach, 13, a 15-point lead for the LA Bearcats at home on the WLW Sports Network. Ubley comes out and kicks it right out of bounds. The place, uh, the kickoff for, for the Ubley Bearcats, Mark Heilig. I think he's tired or something. <laughs> Maybe. As he just took the team about 80 yards, including the special team's return, in for the score on just two plays, 35 yards in one minute, results in a score. And so Harvard Reach will take over 
First and 10 from their own 35-yard line, 65 yards in front of them, trailing by 15 points, 28-13. to 13. Two-possession lead for the LA Bearcats have never trailed in this ballgame. Two wide each way for the Harbor Beach Pirates. One man in the backfield, Jatan Babcock's left in the shotgun. That's Caden Boynton. There's a snap. Boynton, or staying in the pocket. Screen to the far sideline brought in by Matt Farmer. And they're going to be bringing him down at the 39-yard line, brought down by Colin Oberski. The defensive end also plays a little bit defensive back. Quite the combination there. After a four-yard reception out to the 39-yard line, second down and six. It seems that Harbor Beach has found something, having Babcock in the shotgun. I think we're going to get a big dose of Harbor Beach's pass game here until halftime. From the 39, left right across your radio, clock stops as he went out of bounds on that tackle from Matt Farmer on the complete reception. Dan Babcock, 3 of 7 for 57 yards and one score. 43% completion rate tonight. Evan Bruski, 1 for 2 for 41 yards. 50% completion rate. Second down and 6, two wide each way once again, working off the left hash. Left right across the radio are the Harbor Beach Pirates, trailing by 15 points. Babcock in the pockets, back to pass, and he's in trouble. He's going to be brought down for the sack for a three-yard loss. Big man 77, Ethan Gillig, the defensive tackle, 6'2", 195-pound senior, brings him down for a three-yard loss, maybe the two according to the spot, and brings up a third down and long, third down and eight. Seemed like another coverage sack by Obley. They... They're blanketing those receivers. They're covered. Babcock really had no place to go with the ball. Hung on to it and got sacked. Third down, eight to go. Same formation, working just a couple yards inside the left hash. Babcock with Boynton to his left. Hubbley in the nickel defense. Babcock on the keeper, breaks out of one tackle, breaks out of two tackles, has positive yards, has the first down, cuts back upfield, and runs out of bounds at the Harbor Beach 47-yard line. And Babcock did a little bit his best rendition of air supply, making love out of absolutely nothing at all. Stops the clock with a minute 57, moves the chains, and first down for Harbor Beach. Babcock channeling his inner Barry Sanders there. He is breaking ankles. That was, he broke, it looked like he broke about four tackles, but nobody touched him until he went out of bounds. Harbor Beach now just one of four on third downs this evening with that 10 Babcock run for the first down. First and 10 from the 47-yard line of their own territory. They trail 28 to 13 to the LB Bearcats. The Bearcats still in commanding fashion in this ballgame. Same formation, two wide each way. To the right would be Matt Farmer, Jace Knoblock, Luke Woodkey in motion. To the near sideline, there's a flag, and this could be a delay of game on the Harbor Beach Pirates. This will push them back five yards. And instead of a first and 10 from the 47, it'll be a first and 15 from the 42-yard line. That's been coming for a few plays here, and it finally hit Harbor Reach. I think so. It, that, was that was happening a little often there. It was a good call by the referee. Not really what Harbor Beach needs right now. 157 to go. They have over half the field to get down there and see what they can do. Make this game a little bit closer before halftime. A 58-yard field in front of them, trailing by 15 points, two-possession lead. Harbor Beach does get the ball after the half as Ubley won the toss, elected to receive. Thank you, sir. We'll take the ball and go down and score, and it was just four plays later there on the board. Two wide each way. Jace Knoblock in motion to the far sideline. Back to pass. Babcock to Knoblock. It's caught and hit hard. Goes out of bounds, and they're going to say it's hit so hard it fell incomplete. And there, there may be a signal that it was a fumble as the 
It was caught, and they're signaling that it is caught at the ugly 47-yard line, but then after it was caught, the official then waved incomplete, but I think he meant the fact that there was no fumble on the play. Wow, was that Oberski on that hit? It had to have been. What a hit by Oberski. Second down and four for the Harbor Beach Pirates. Stops the clock with a minute 47 left as Knoblock went out of bounds before that big hit. Two wide each way once again. In the shotgun, 10 Babcock and the Pirates. Luke Woodkey in motion to the near sideline, trips to the right. Babcock in the pocket, pass. Wide open, Luke Woodkey caught at the 41, cuts up. He's brought down at the 38-yard line, Move the chains for the Harbor Beach Pirates. Tackle made by Kyle Sweeney out of the secondary for the Bearcats. First and 10 from the ugly 39-yard line. Looks like Babcock's really settling in here on the passing game. Maybe a little bit of ugly backing up, playing a little bit of prevent there. Yes, They're giving yes, him the indeed. underneath and keeping it in front of them. Absolutely okay with them keeping it in bounds and with those short passes. Same formation, 90 seconds remain in the first half. Babcock rolling to his left, back to pass. He looks like he's going to throw all the way down, down to the field. Jacob Booms is pushed, but there is no flag again called on that one. Looks like the flags are sewn into the pockets of the officials for <laughs> both sides of the ball tonight. Falls incomplete, second down and 10 from the 38. Minute 19 left in the first half. Yeah, the referees are fair. <laughs> That's one way to put it. As he got the, the defender got there uh, oh, about five yards before the ball did. You, you know it's obvious when the home team doesn't say a word after the pay. <laughs> yeah, I'd say the same thing if it was Harbor Reach. I mean, that was pr pretty easy call. But, like, like yeah, I it, said, it is, it's, it's fair it is both, going ways. both ways. It is fair both it ways. Certainly is. Second down and 10 from the 37 of Upley. Still that two-possession game, 28-13, a minute 19 before the halftime locker rooms. Two wide each way. Babcock with Boynton to his left. Rolling to his left. Looking to pass. He has black jersey. He has to cut back over. He has time. Now he's going to keep it for himself. Looking to pass. Now he's going to run. He's at the 30 to the 25. And tackled out of That was a helmet-to-helmet -helmet hit right at the 23-yard line. Hopefully he's okay as the secondary came in. Number 47, Colin Oberski led, lowered the shoulder, and came right into the helmet of... 10 Babcock, he seems to be walking back to the, the line, feeling feeling the hit from Oberski. Seems to be okay. Move the chains. They're at the ugly 22-yard line. Oberski really laying the lumber out here on this on this drive. He's coming up and he is sticking people. Looks like somebody jumped on Babcock's back, though. Not definitely yeah, not, intentional. Not, not intentional. Definitely not, not all, intentional not by Oberski. Just a hard hit. Two each. Same formation. Babcock looks to the sideline from Shelby. High snap goes through his hands. He's going to have to jump on it back. He's going to have to jump back on it. The 38-yard line, they whistled it, blew it dead. Before Babcock jumped on it, it popped loose. I believe Colin Oberski jumped on it after the whistle was blown. So a fumble results. High snap back to the 36-yard line for the Harbor Beach Pirates. Now the natives are restless here, and we have a timeout called by Troy Schelke and the Pirates with 47 seconds left in the first half. 28-13, Ubley leads by 15 points of the LW Sports Network. Line of scrimmage for the Harbor Beach Pirates on this second down is at their ugly 36-yard line. 
first down marker is past Munford Road now. 47 seconds left here in the second quarter. 28-13. Harbor Beach trails by 15 points. Inopportune time to have that bad snap on that on that play. Backing them up. Harbor Beach looked like they were in business. Now they are all the way back to the 36-yard line. And a very quick whistle there. Yeah, Harbor Beach was actually fortunate to keep the keep that ball. There was a very quick whistle so. on that. Very quick Oberski whistle. had the ball in his hands, it looked like. Two wide each way. Good snap. Babcock rolls to his left. Cuts back up. Throws downfield. It's sort of overreached of Matt Farmer. Falls incomplete. Third down and 24 for the Pirates. Stops the clock with 42 seconds left in the half. 28-13. Ubley by 15. Yeah, that was going to be a short short catch. They were probably going to keep him in, in, in the field of play there, so not the worst thing that that fell incomplete. Babcock had a little bit of an open flat in front of him. Was he better off just keeping it, tucking it, and running for uh, running out of bounds? With his speed, it's been the best play all. It's been the best play all day. Is is uh, him taking off with the ball? But yeah, if he gets if he gets stopped, you know, for the clock keeps running. Forty-two seconds left here in the first half. Twenty-eight thirteen on a hot, beautiful night in mid-September in Ubley, Michigan. Working off the right hash, two wide to the right, two wide to the left, Babcock in the shotgun, Woodkey wide left. Babcock rolls to his right, screen is picked off! Picked off by the Ubley Bearcats, number 68, Parker Peruski, the defensive end, as Tent Babcock was looking for the bubble screen to lead his lead blockers down the field, and there was Parker Peruski to pick it off, and move flips the field. Ubley back in offense with 36 seconds before the half is over. It was a called screen to the short side of the field. Ubley had that sniffed out. They were disciplined. They they kept they kept their assignments and they that was going to be even if it was a if it was complete, it wasn't going anywhere. Ten plays, 27 yards. Took off two minutes and 15 seconds off the clock. Results in no points and an interception. First and 10 for the Bearcats at their own 41-yard line. And off to Mark Heilig. He nearly has the first down. Looks like about a nine-yard gain right to midfield. Tackle made by Luke Woodkey. Keeps the clock rolling with 26 seconds left. Ubley has no timeouts remaining. A little surprised they're not airing it out. Mueller's point after attempt last time would have been good from about 35. So you... <laughs> Second down and less than a yard to go. 11 seconds left. Hand off to Mark Heiley. Tries to break free of one tackle. He does. Gets out to his second tackler, and he gets brought down at the 43-yard line. That'll be Luke Woodkey, linebacker. Stops the clock momentarily with six seconds left. Ubley's already at the line of scrimmage. Probably going to run the same exact play, and now they spike it with three seconds left. Stops the clock. And Evan Peruski leads the team to the sidelines to talk with Eric Sweeney to see what one final play will be here in this first half. It's going to be interesting to see what Ubley dials up here. I, I would guess... With a left-handed quarterback and where they are, where the ball is on the right hash, they're going to roll Peruski out to the left, see if he can make some magic, get him in space. If there's nothing downfield, he can tuck it and see if he can get a big run out of this. Second down, 10 to go, like that even matters, with just three seconds left. More importantly, they're at the Harbor Beach 43-yard line. Last play in this first half. It's a 15-point lead currently, two-possession lead for the LB Bearcats, 28-13. Wing T to the left. Peruski rolling to his left, looking to pass to his right. Nothing there. 
Rolls to his right, keeps it for himself, and he's going to be forced out of bounds. Next tackled, open field tackle by Jace Knoblox ends the first half down at the 27-yard line, 22-yard line, and we played two quarters of the Bearcats lead by two possessions, 28-13, a 15-point lead for the home orange and black over the away orange and black in the backyard brawl. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Listen to the WLW Sports Network after two cores of play. It's the Ugly Bearcats leading by 15 points, 28 to 13, over the Harbor Beach Pirates in the 71st edition of the Backyard Brawl. It's been a great game back and forth. The Ugly Bearcats have never trailed in this ball game. We've seen a turnover on downs from the Ugly Bearcats. We've seen an interception thrown by the Harbor Beach Pirates. We've seen four scores from Ugly, two scores from the Harbor Beach Pirates. But right now, we'll tune in and listen to the Ugly Marching Band on the field, and really the first time on the field since 2019. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Clark Ramsey, Ed Klump, Dave Hansen is off tonight. Ed Klump filling in. Dan Bank, your spotter, and Doug Cole, our Director of Sports Information. It's been a great game so far. Let's listen in to the Ugly Marching Band.
are listening to the WLW Sports Network at the half, and it's the Ugly Bearcats leading 28-13 to 13 over the Harbor Beach Pirates in the 71st edition of the Backyard Brawl. Clark Ramsey, Ed Klump, Dan Banky, and Doug Cole with your call tonight from Ugly, Michigan. Two quarters down, two quarters to go for both teams as well as our broadcast team up here. Knock on wood. I don't want to jinx anything right now, but we've had a clear internet connection thanks to the folks. Boring internet all the way, fiber all the way down to the tower here just so we have a clear broadcast back to you, our listeners. It's time for a short break. When we return, we'll break down that first time action for you all right here on the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 and live worldwide at WLWSports.com. Only 28, Harbor Beach 13 after two quarters of play. 